Hey everybody, welcome to the Outspoken Nutrition Podcast. Today we have a question from a listener and I love that she sent this in. So Christy writes, after I work, I'm often so stressed out and not hungry. Should I still be eating and will this affect my metabolism? So today we're going to be answering the question, should you eat when you're stressed out? All the nutrition information out there today, everything's conflicting, completely confusing. How are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree? This is Outspoken Nutrition. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, and we're going to break it all down. Hey, everybody. This is a great question. If you're stressed out and you're not hungry, should you be eating? And, you know, there is a ton of questions I have to ask more about this situation, and I'm going to kind of go through them all with you so you can have, you know, your own idea. Should you be eating when you're stressed out? Now, before we get started into those questions, I just want to kind of go over a little bit about how our body works. So we have two sides of our brain. We have the sympathetic side, which is your flight or flight uh, response. And we have our parasympathetic side, which is what we like to call your rest and digest. Now, when you are stressed out, your body's digestion slows significantly. And it's really because you are saving all your body's energy to run or to fight. Does Your body doesn't want to be using energy to digest food when it needs to be doing it for s- survival. So during that time, your body's digestion slows. Now, when you are relaxed, that is when your body is like, okay, I'm going to take care of all that digestion. I'm going to rest. I'm going to sleep. That is what happens when we are in our parasympathetic side. So really, this is kind of going to play a key on should we eat when we are hungry? Now, the first thing I would probably ask Um, Christy in this situation is what's your work schedule? What is kind of causing you to become stressed out to not eating? Are you eating breakfast? Are you eating lunch? Is dinner the only issue? Do you work a third shift or a second shift? Or are you a daytime shift worker? You know, what's that work schedule look like? Because this helps paint a bigger picture. Because for example, we talked about intermittent fasting with shift working professionals is if you are a third shift worker and your quote unquote dinner is actually at 8 a.m. when you're getting off work, well, it might be okay to really kind of skip that or reduce that depending on your sleep schedule. So all of that plays into the answer here. And if you are a second or third shift worker, go over to the intermittent fasting for shift working professionals episode that was done Um, two weeks ago. Listen to that. I'll also put a link in the show notes that'll help give you a little bit more of an understanding. You know, the other thing I want to ask is what have you eaten throughout the day? Have you been skipping meals throughout the day? Has work been really busy and you haven't eaten lunch? You haven't eaten breakfast? you haven't had any snacks, maybe you're not drinking water, this is going to play into a bigger picture. And also, how long has this been going on? Is this just a random day-to-day issue or is this an ongoing issue? And both of them need to be addressed a little bit differently. But let's just answer the question in the simplest form. If you had a bad day and you're stressed out, this isn't your typical day. It's just a day that you're stressed out and you're not hungry and you don't feel like eating. Well, then in that instance, I would say it's okay to skip the meal because here's what's going to happen is you're going to eat that meal and it's just going to sit in your stomach like a rock 
And if you are trying to sleep a few hours later, that not being able to digest your food is going to disrupt your sleep. So if it's a one-off issue where you're just had a bad day, you're stressed out, you don't feel like eating, by all means, feel free to skip the meal. If this happens more than, if this happens more often, then I would say we have to look at managing the stress because that is going to play into a bigger picture because the more we skip meals, the more our metabolism is going to slow. Our body is not going to understand when exactly food is going to come in, especially if your skipping meals is all over the place. Sometimes you miss breakfast, sometimes you miss lunch, sometimes it's dinner. If it's sporadic, this is where our body learns, hey, when I get food, I'm holding all that food because I'm not sure when my next meal is. So, you know, this is where it comes to play in again, how often this is happening. But if it's a one-off thing, sometimes we just have really bad days. Maybe just everything was going wrong and we just don't feel like eating. You already have that knot in your stomach. By all means, if that's the case, feel free to miss the meal or maybe just have a little bit of fruit juice if you're worried about, you know, blood sugar instability. Um, You know, I'm not a big fan of just having a protein shake to have a protein shake, but if you feel like you need something, that might be an issue. I would actually really prefer soup because soup is already kind of pre-digested because we're cooking it, so the enzymes are a little bit different. It's easier to digest, so that might be something to look into if you're hungry. And that's another cue I want you to listen for. Are you hungry? And in this instance, she's saying she's not hungry. But if you are finding yourself stressed out, maybe you feel that knot in your stomach, but you are a little hungry, I would look at eating something, something that's easily to digest. I would stay away probably from animal proteins because animal proteins take a little bit longer to break down. I would probably look at more of a easy vegetarian type meal, maybe a vegetable soup, maybe you know, things like that. I know a lot of people are worried about protein, but remember, vegetables have protein. One cup of broccoli is about five grams. Two cups of cooked kale is five grams. So we have options when it comes to vegetables on what we could be eating. So it's not that we don't have options. We could look at nuts and seeds and things like that that might be even a little, still having more protein, but still more on the easier side to digest. Then we want to look at sleep. Is your sleep being disrupted by the stress? Because if it is, that's where we need to maybe look at some stress management techniques, maybe some stress supplements, maybe looking at getting our blood work done. Is the stress because of a vitamin deficiency? We see a lot of times vitamin D, iron, vitamin B, it all, all of this can correlate to increasing our inability to process stress. So we want to look at that. Is there something we need to take on maybe a relaxing yoga practice? Are we working out too much? Is that stress that we are putting on to go to the gym or work out, maybe doing our hip workouts or our cycling? Is that even compounding more stress that we need to pull back a little bit and maybe go for shorter workouts or more relaxing workouts. So there's so much to have within this conversation. It's not just as simple as should I eat when I am stressed? You know, the other thing I would also ask is are you looking to reduce your weight 
or gain muscle? You know, this is something we really need to ask because if someone says, I am really stressed out, I don't feel like eating, but I'm trying to lose 20 pounds, well, none of that's gonna work out for you. So in that instance, I would really lean on one, making sure the diet is set, that we are receiving proper nutrients. And then I would also look at stress management. Those would be the two areas I would really look at first. And then the close third area would be sleep because a lot of times sleep and stress go hand in hand and you cannot release any weight if you're not sleeping. The Those three really go hand in hand. So I would look at them. And again, if you're trying to gain muscle, are you trying, are you an athlete and you're looking to increase how much you lift, how fast you run, anything like that. Because if we're looking to increase muscle, skipping meals is not going to help us. The same way as being stressed is not going to help us. So again, this is where we want to go back to looking at that stress, that stress management. And listen, whether you're trying to lose weight or gain muscle, stress management is basically the same because you're trying to, you know, optimally perform your body, whether you're trying to release the weight or you are trying to gain the muscle, you cannot do that if your body is in a stress state because if your body's in a stress state, your body is fighting for survival. Now at this end, let's talk about stress eating because this is a whole nother thing. A lot of times when we are stressed out, we look for more of those comforting foods. We might lean towards more of the mac mac and cheese or the chocolate or the sweets or saltiness, maybe pretzels. Depending on what our nature is, everybody is a little bit different what they're going to look for. It's important to understand when you're in a stress state, what is your fallback behaviors? When you're in a stress state, do you miss meals or do you snack? Are you snacking on sweet? or salty, or crunchy, what is kind of your go-tos? Because this will also help you realize if you are stressed out. Because a lot of times when we're stressed eating, we're eating on such um, an automatic response that we're not really acknowledging, hold on, I am totally stressed out. And one of the biggest things I've worked with with people that have had issues with stress eating was that acknowledgement, I'm stressed and looking at the reason of why they're stressed. Because they don't want to be eating all the cookies or the bags of potato chips. They just wanna help get over the stress. And a lot of times getting over the stress is acknowledging, hey, I am really stressed out, my boss really pissed me off, and what's my plan of action? When we can go in with a clearer mind, a lot of times we can control the stress eating. Now that's not to say we're not gonna have a couple cookies or we're not gonna have some potato chips, but maybe we have two cookies and maybe we just have one ounce of potato chips. We're able to control the portions and that is a big thing. We've talked a lot about on the podcast about, you know, I've always said, you know, food is emotions. We hear a lot of people say, don't eat out of emotion. Listen, we are emotional eaters. We have been for centuries. You know, you think back to kings and queens and parties, there was always food, there was always drink, there was always a celebration. So trying to reprogram us based on centuries of programming is going to be difficult. But what we can do is control portions. And that's what's important, controlling the portion and acknowledging the feeling and what's going on. And then again, 
going back to addressing that stress. How do we manage that stress? What stress management techniques work for you? And there's so many out there that everybody is a little differently. For me, I personally, when I'm stressed, I make sure I'm taking my SAM-E because SAM-E for me and stress just works. There's so many other different adaptogens that can help with stress and stress management supplements, but SAMI is what works for me. It might not work for you. Um, and then I work on just clearing my mind. A lot of times I will go for a walk. I might write down my problems and potential solutions. I might call a friend and kind of have a conversation on what my solutions are. For me, it's very pragmatic. It's very, okay, it's very much, here's my problem here are my options, what is the best solution? So you have to figure out what stress management technique works for you. Once you acknowledge the feeling, you control the portions and you have some kind of stress management technique in place, it becomes much more controllable when we're dealing with stress eating because we're acknowledging it, we know what's going on and we know how to handle it. So to answer the question, should I eat when I am stressed out? If it is occasionally that this happens, by all means, yes. If you are finding yourself skipping meals often because you are stressed, you need to address what's going on in the stress and finding better ways to managing the stress. Because in the end, if we continuously skip meals, if we're continuously under eating or under nourishing, which is even more important than under eating, we are not going to be in a healthy body, a healthy mindset, our immune system is going to be lower, and that's not what we want. We wanna be healthy and vibrant and living a good life. So I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. I will talk to you next week, and as always, don't forget to eat your effing veggies.